0: Without a fight, west wind blows. to hit in unison. Without a fight, without a fight, for the Caulfield Cup. Think about it. Think about it. on the Everest. Imperatrice has got it. Abam Buremai, the Japanese stallion
1: Blue Diamond stakes day, Victoria's premium race day for the autumn carnival, with headlined by three Group Ones. The Neds, the sportsbet Blue Diamond. Actually, it's. Speaking it's been changed. It. To, yeah, it's been changed here this week. The Oakley plate and the futurity, which has basically been already won, but we will discuss that at some point anyway. One of the biggest weekends of racing in Victorian history, and we are just here to celebrate it. Unfortunately, I've got the CEO and JC with me. They're both like shit. One smells like shit, and one is absolutely looking like shit. One's had a bucks party last week and one has a bucks party up this week so oh boy oh boy welcome to the show and I'm gonna start off with the CEO because I know he had I know he had his last week and I haven't asked him about it because I specifically wanted to say it for the show how was it how are you feeling and how well the main question is is the wedding still happening?
2: Yes, the wedding is still happening, and luckily I don't know how a lot of people have bucks party and then a wedding the next weekend nah. um i definitely i'm glad that would my- have been off the hangover and that of the next day yes <laughs> oh, well anzac day is the day before my wedding so it depends how i might go to the footy and might be no. an episode of the hangover the next day <laughs> after that but no it was great fun we actually went to Mooney valley as people might have seen on the socials on friday night it was a bit like oh, we'll pop in there we'll have one just for a bit of a warm up you know into the next day and then we'll head off the next day obviously it was a four thirty job that morning after the races to that, but uh, Mooney Valley was really good. Like you said, it was packed, they had the Chinese New Year mm. on, and they had some Lady Gaga dancing impressions, I guess, uh, impersonators. impersonators. Yeah, go right. with that, so spicy that was really the main card for a lot of the boys. So I couldn't find it for half the night. Now we're over there, but I've seen a couple of winners there. We've seen a protest there for our quaddy on the first leg. Everyone, I said, everyone chip in, we got the quaddy. You know, and it went around about 300 bucks. And I reckon I got 20 bucks back for the actual yeah. body, <laughs> Lovely. as it usually goes. And yeah, out first leg due to a protest, but big weekend, huge weekend. And uh, now JC follows suit. And funnily enough, it's we weren't just on him, it was my Bucks party. And now it's JC's Bucks party this weekend. Yeah, huge. So, yeah. T- oh, actually, we'll, we'll just say to Sophie, he has no idea.
0: Well, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I've sort of poked and prodded and, and got, you'll be right, mate. You'll figure it out. Just be ready at 8.30. And I said, well, what do I like, do? I need to wear something. No, nah, don't worry about it, mate. We'll sort you out.
2: It, it makes you nervous, <laughs> it
0: actually. does. My anxiety is spiking.
2: My issue was that I'm always the boat that usually organizes stuff, so I was on edge. But lucky for me, it got spoiled in the end, and uh, I'm glad it did get spoiled because it was a ridiculously big weekend. Yes. But we've got to. Plenty of racing to go through, Lottie. Where do we start? We do.
1: We're going to start off a little bit of news from last week, and we'll get to our tips, Julie. But a little bit of news from the week. We've had a lot actually happen this week from out of nowhere. And the first little note that I've got down is from JC, so I'll pass over
0: to the man himself. Yeah, so the first one I've got John down here is uh, Sulcam out for the autumn with the swelling of his off-front leg. So that's no good for Sulcam, obviously. was uh, a. Big contender in the spring, and they they also made mention that they can't guarantee you will be back for next spring because they, they won't be taking any risk. Which is fair enough. You you don't want to be pushing a horse if you got like that, that caliber
1: of a horse. Yeah, Why well, fucking
0: risk it? E- exactly right. So yeah, fair enough for them. And the next bit we've got here is very elegant.
1: Yeah, eleven. Uh, yeah. But you're like, like, when you messaged it, I was like, what? I was like, fucking, no, I, yeah. I genuinely hadn't
0: heard it at all. Out of the blue. just yeah. fucking, and, and obviously, uh, yeah, passed away, giving birth to its first foal too. Mm. I think it was the first one. And then I think the foal apparently passed away as well. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I yeah, I didn't, I didn't really look too much into it. After you messaged saying about it, yeah. oh, I just went on Twitter and it's just fucking everywhere. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, the foals were being worth a fair quid yeah.
0: um, and they got nothing from it. So, it's uh, pretty heartbreaking for connections there.
1: Mm. I think that, is, is that Brace Sokolsky in it? Yeah, I think oh, I think he's what he broke the news to. Wal- like yeah. Some I've seen it on Twitter. They said something about that, but like I think they 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 did because she went over to France for a couple of starts. And did they like did they did they get new owners over there? Like did they chip into her because she had new silks when she went over I there? I think
0: so. I think they might have. Yeah. So
1: those owners be pretty fucking dirty, right? Yeah. Imagine about now. imagine she, buying in then. Yeah. And she's missed. I, I she didn't even run a drum over there, did she? Come nah. for? Yeah. She nah. wasn't the best investment, but she's still an eleven time Group One winner. And looking back in hindsight now, she's. It compared to our racing horses now, she's probably, like, the most Group 1 winner horse in the last, yeah. besides Winx, obviously. I don't. Yeah. I can't name another. Like, Animo had nine, I yeah. think. Yep. But, like, very going 11, that's probably going be, to become pretty hard to beat coming up anytime soon with these horses. We've got maybe Brightside, if he's got another year or two in yeah, it, you never well, know. But yeah, and, I don't know if the last time he might see an 11-time Group 1 winner anytime soon.
0: Yeah. Well, the only other one's probably currently is... Um, Imperatrice, she has Yeah, she just won on at the yeah. weekend, so
1: she's only three off. So yeah. you never know what's going to happen. Uh, Bolba Steel was also being pulled out of the Blue Diamond. Uh, I've seen a bit of flack from Mark Zara, like some of the jockeys being copped absolute yeah, sprays this have. week. No, Mark, no, I was
2: going to say, big week, Jimmy Star, another one. Yeah, on I, we actually oh. didn't
1: have that noted down, but that, that's actually a really good point. Like, especially with the Jimmy Starr thing, I like, people have been blowing it up, but he was only beaten what half a head, like a head. Yeah. Not, like it wasn't like he finished dead last or anything like that. Yeah. Like,
0: not his true racing pattern either. No. Obviously leading, but I mean, if he went back and and didn't get there, people mm. probably would have said, "Why? Yeah, why didn't he take it on?" Yeah. He's got the best horse in the yeah, race. Yeah, I so. think people
1: are like people are filthy, obviously, because they went in a dollar fifteen or a dollar twenty and like deservedly yeah. so, especially in that in, especially in that kind of a race. But I don't think
0: like he's still, for, for he, the ride
1: that he got to still only finish within a head. Yeah,
0: I can't take anything away from the nah. horse, but. It was a bit of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Because I don't like, if you went back, you can say, oh, yeah, he would have won, rah, yeah. rah, but you don't know where he would have got to in the run. Yeah. So I don't know.
1: But yeah, it, it, just along with that, just what we said, like, Bulb still, I've seen that, like Zara's been calling flack for that riding because they scratched it. Like, it did, it did a run after, it hasn't had a run since, has it? It was, it's point for this, but it's going around March next Saturday. Yeah. I think, or the Saturday the after, I believe Saturday, it's coming yeah. around. So I do still have some news around it, but like, I think that, that that run might have just taken it out. Like, do they, do they say why
0: they're not running? Or? No, I'm guessing just, just didn't come up for the next run. I'm guessing yeah. too short a break. I don't know. Maybe a bit lame or something, but yeah. And the last little bit of news we have
1: is more like, I think it's awful news, but I think JC's more offended. Is the Melbourne Cup Carnival will be broadcast on nine from 2024 to 2029, which is the worst news I've heard because I hate, I detest their coverage. Yeah. I... It is absolute porridge.
0: I'm, I'm interested to see what they do, but, you know, I'm not. Chat, like, Channel 7 are killing it. Yeah, like, they Like
1: yeah. There's no reason why they don't deserve it. Yeah. I, I get, like, licensing and, like, contracts and everything, fair enough. Yeah. But they've done nothing wrong. They kill it every Saturday besides they've had one shit guess in there every now and then. But yeah. their actual coverage nines, oh, like, every time it's on, every time, like, that time of year, I don't even watch it. So I watch racing.com. Yeah, well, I can't stand them. Yeah,
0: I, I always watch racing.com regardless anyway for yeah. me. But I just don't know, like, who are they going to have on? Like,
1: they have like the RE the, boys. Yeah. They're Chance. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Chance. Oh, oh, actually, yeah. You on that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, you, if you want to hit us <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, either way. But like, they normally have like the, like, it's the bloke who's on RSN. Um, the, what's his name? Falgate. Like, he hosts it. Michael Falgate. Yeah. yeah. He hosts it. And they get Gator on there. But those two are all right. But just like everybody, like, it just doesn't, like, just yeah. watching it just doesn't
0: feel. Everyone else has already obviously contracted other, other stations. Yeah. And stuff I like just that, don't.
2: So. Channel 9's had that issue for years, though, in, in case – shout out in case they do want us. But um, <laughs> in terms of just the production, I think Channel 7 took a little bit of a while to get that sort of a coverage. Now, Channel 7, you see it. They used to just have it straight for the spring carnival. That's all it was. Yep. Now they're doing it, feels like nearly all year round. Yeah, yeah. well, they got their new – It's not on Channel 60. It's on year 7, too, yeah. One yeah. week in, week out. So I think the production, um, having obviously Richo, I think is a big part of yeah. that, and the rest of the crew. Yeah, big time. They've done a great job. So it's interesting to see where uh, Channel 9 goes with it.
1: Yeah. Especially just touching on Richo, like I'll give him that. Like, he, like, it's Richo, but like, he, like, he is a good host. Like, yeah, if you watch Get On, if you ever watch it and he's not Smooth. on, it sucks. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. so shit with any, like, when they've got someone else hosting it, it is, it's nowhere near as good. That bloke could fucking liven up a fucking feel. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he would, he kills absolutely. it. He's so good. And yeah, it probably is half of the reason why Sevens is so productive because they do have good hosts like that and like Lizzie Jelfson. Emma Friedman is an absolute smoker. I'll give it a laugh.
2: <laughs> shout out.
1: But yeah, I, I, I'm really gutted at that. I yeah. wish, I, I wish, I wish Seven got the contract because they kill it every other year. I don't and know
0: where they're going to take it. I did see someone say they better not be putting a big emphasis on the you know the fashions on the field because oh, no one just, gives two fucks. No, again. it
1: is. It's just porridge. It's just like yeah, it's, especially for that week. Like it's they get it's Channel Seven get every other week of the year and they yep. kill it. But it's just this main flemington carnival they don't get and it's just fucking doesn't make sense no it is it's absolute porridge but we'll move on that's a little bit of a rant for the week and we've got another little section now we're reviewing the week that was and we did see some pretty good horses travel around last weekend and i reckon i've seen one of the best horses i've ever seen in my <laughs> life on saturday which we will get to but jc is going to start it off yes. with a little grinzing a bell performance here.
0: Bell, yeah i, I thought i dropped this in here i thought grinzing a bell was the best performance in melbourne and i Deliberately put in Melbourne yeah. in there on I knew you'd want so to talk sure. about the Sydney run. Um, but from barrier 12, jumped, went to the front at a good pace and, and won well. Um, and then looking at the times, uh, the vanity was um, the three old Phillies and mare's race and they went quicker than revolutionary miss in the previous. So it's a pretty good time to go yeah. from barrier 12 to, to the lead and, and still beat home revolutionary miss. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, even like watching another day, like Flemington isn't really known for their leaders. It's not nah. the most even track yeah, exactly you can come right. across, and for a horse to do that, especially when there's no notable bias, that's cute. like even when I watched the race, I was like, I wasn't on it, so I was like, fuck this, I was, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really give a shit. But yeah, like especially when you noted that. And I have I seen a couple on Twitter of people as well saying like that was actually a fucking pretty good run from, but just to my eye, I was just so against because I wasn't on yeah, it. But here, but yeah, hearing everybody's reasoning, it's actually yeah, like you do raise good points, and it probably is a good one to check down the black book and see where she's going to go further on.
2: This but, is all this is all news to me. I had my head in a stein throughout this whole afternoon. what <laughs> yeah, were so, Like, did you did you watch the races on Saturday? Uh, no, 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 no chance. Like I said, I had a head, me head in the stein for all afternoon, so I didn't get I didn't put one bet on Saturday. So it's, you're kidding? Nah, so it's going to be interesting to see where. Wish it I ends. didn't, but anyway. <laughs>
0: well, uh, will get moving on to, on to the best performance <laughs> here I've ever fucking seen go, in my here whole here fucking here
2: life.
1: Fangirl. girl, <laughs> be like I know you should have watched the replay, but absolutely like. What is her stealing from that run?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It was very impressive.
1: He he came out and said after Jane Mack said that was an exhibition gallop, and it absolutely fucking was. You've, yep. Every other horse was off its bit, chasing its heart out, and she did not leave second gear.
2: No,
0: just absolutely by canted. He just looked over his shoulder and said, "Fucking see ya, boys." Like
2: but, it's one of those races where you go, "This is the ultimate."
0: This is like mm-hmm. this is
2: exactly like she
1: is. Fuck like the ratings and everything are with her. Of like I understand Caulfield and wrote like different like. They're different tracks. Like, they race differently and the ratings can be different. Yeah, yeah. But she still had a 104.5 wafer age rate, like, rating, untouched. Like, if she mm. was touched and actually given a fair shakeup, God knows what the rating would be. And Brightside had his first up run, 1,400 metres. So they were both 1,400 metre wafer age races. Like, i give, like, the wafer age in... Uh, the, the Apollo was probably a better field than the um, CF4. Yeah. I'll yep. give it that. So that's probably where the rating does come from a bit. But still, Bryce only had a 101.5 weight for age rating and he was hard rim. Like, he, yeah, got, he, only he just he, got there. Yeah, and he did. And Fangirl was three, three whole points better than him and untouched. So, yeah.
0: It'll be interesting it's, to see how they go stepping up in the distance yeah. and how far they go. Like, it was like, impressive. Do you reckon she'll
1: get... I've heard people say, like, where they're going to meet. Like, maybe the Queen Elizabeth. Like, do you reckon she'll get into the All-Star Mile?
0: Oh, it'd be hard to not have her depends It depends
1: if Waller even takes so her there or not.
0: Well, like, yeah. You, you'd think if you got the option, you'd yeah. think he you would. But I don't know. You never know. You never know. It could be yeah. Queen Elizabeth where they meet. But 2,000 metres, I don't know.
1: Exactly right. Like, they'll, like especially Cox Plate last time. Like, she was, like... They, they've been she making cases steep. for her. Yeah, in the Cox Plate. She could have yeah. come very close, but... So could a lot of, like, so could a lot of other horses, but even in behind, even in behind it, like, we were speaking about, like, militarized, we've penned her in for two or three races, and she, and he's come back like a boom, if, like, to finish yep. second off after that run, and she, to beat everything home the way you did, like, was only a small margin or so, but, like, he still finished off better than the rest of that field, and those, yep. and it's still a pretty handy field to be running over the top of, so.
0: Absolutely.
1: Don't know where the ceiling is for those two, this prep, but by God, even last, like, last year, I was, like, fangirl, 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 and then. She flopped, and now Brightside stepped up, and their Fangirl's was just coming back up. But like, yeah. I don't know where to look. It's it, it's definitely between them two. But I was I was Fangirl, and then Brightside brought me back. When their Fangirls brought me back, so I
0: don't know where to go. I, yeah. I, I when they meet, like it could come down to barrier draw. Yeah. Like where they're going to get the type run. of track,
1: you know? Like because Fangirl beat him in the King Charles. Last year, like in the spring. Yeah. But that was a good three, I believe. Yeah. I was and I running, think...
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: and Broadside, he did finish second, but I think that's what we are saying a couple of weeks ago, that he, he kind of needs a little bit Prefers of give. Throws it out of the track. Yeah, right. I think Fienger was definitely more of a drop. But given that, I think it was a soft five on Saturday. Like, was it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I, can't, I definitely wasn't... A, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: what I mean. Like, she still won that on her soft, so... Who knows what's going to happen and who knows what's going to come about this autumn, but by geez, we're in for a fucking good one. Absolutely. All right. We're going to head to a little quick break now and come in for the uh, unimpressive, unvaluable tips for the weekend. In stock. Here we are. the We've all been waiting for the unwarranted opinions as per usual, and you're going to get them. And if you don't want to listen to them, you can get fucked because you're going to get them. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, we are going to start on Friday night because I do have two that I want to play into. They're not exquisite, Favourite well Lots doing this thing. And I'll give you what I'm going to earn my nickname this weekend because by God, I've got a lot of favourites this weekend.
2: <laughs> Friday fill-up's always good though. Sure.
1: Exactly right. I'm trying to get a little bit of a bank. So does it, no one else has anything for Friday night? Just me? Nah, nah. nah, nah. nah. Beautiful. All right, we're going to fly through this. The first one is going to be race three, uh, number six, fire of Etna, who I couldn't even spit it out last time I was talking about it. But <laughs> I figured myself out now, I'm still back to it. Six to Mooney Valley, sixteen hundred meters. Was only beaten by Very Surreal in a benchmark 70 last time. Very Surreal has come out and been very competitive in some very similar races since. Luke Curry takes six to the ride right again. And from barrier three, I think it's going to get pretty much the exact same run. But just, like just the class of horses up against, I think, he, I think that's the best form in the race. And he's already drifted a little bit to $1.90. Right now, so I think a dollar ninety you can take, and you could probably multi in with my next one that I'm going to have, which is uh, race five. And this is actually my best bet of the weekend. Ooh. I'm going a bit early. I did have one on Saturday that I was tempting to make my best bet, but I've just looked back at this, and I just think this is a much better. I'm, I'm much more happy to back this than my. Other one that I was going to have, and it's race five, number six, Lording. And if you want to look up in the dictionary for moral beaten, you just need to watch Lording's last start at And It was an absolute horror watch if you were taking it. It started at
2: SP. Real confidence uh, in it. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> it it had a ninety five, and it should have won by about 13 lengths, but it got held up from the 400 metres to the 50-metre mark. Never, ever got out. It still got out late and just still couldn't find enough room. But drops back now to 2,400 metres, Cox Plate start. And this field would have nothing on it. This is, should be flying through the grades. Benny Malam takes the ride from barrier nine. He'll have no troubles. He have no troubles from out there. I reckon about the six hundred meter mark, he will push the button, and this thing will be steaming home late. And I think it's the best horse in the race. It's in now from a dollar eighty to two dollars fifty. So, oh my God, I'm taking that price right now. Uh, but yeah, that's best bit of the day. But best bit of the weekend for me. Uh, I'll get to my what was meant to be my best bet of the day for Corfu when we get to it. But yeah, lording race five, number six for lording is best bet of the weekend for me. And hopefully you can have a little bit of money in my bank account on Saturday morning when we start.
2: Love it. Fill up on a Friday.
1: Now to Caulfield, first race of the day. We have the Blue Diamond meeting here, and the first race is at twelve fifteen. And I think I'm the only one with a bet in the race, but yep. I've, don't say bro, I don't see I don't see Bros tips down I'm here. Down but, until
2: five,
1: we'll, we'll step through that. And I'm going to sit the first race. Stick with me, old boy. Dunkel, number one, can't really fault its form. It hasn't won a Caulfield, but the only run it had here was first up on a leader track. Was never really suited in absolutely eight grand at the lead or late. Then went to the Cox Plate started of Valley and was kind of held up with about 100 metres to go. But when he got ahead, he absolutely flew home. Still, he's That was a benchmark 100. He's in a handicap position now, but he still carries the same weight as last time, 61 to 61.5 kilos. So I think that's the best form in the race. I was a bit wary of Glentanius, but Glentanius is 2,800 back to 2,000, which is a bit skewy for me. So I'm not really too sure what to make of that. But I think Duncal was one of the best horses going, oh, not one of the best horses going around, but it's a fucking good horse at the moment. 2000 metre specialist. I think Caulfield will suit and first race of the day. Billy Egan can get us off for a winner. And $3 is a pretty back wall price of mine. So I'm going to be pretty happy to back the favourite in the first race at uh, Corfield, which is the very, very elegant handicap.
2: I like it. It was something that if I was going to tip in that race, I was going to go
1: Duncan. Yeah, I looked at it. It's was... just mm. early. It's yeah. just early. It is.
2: So um, moving on, race two
1: is his sports bet, make it look easy, benchmark 84. And I've got a little uh, Benny two bets here to start us off. I think Midtown Boss going to tone from last week's beating, uh, from last time's beating against Ray Magneria. Ray is going to the Oakley Plate later in the day, and he's probably not too far out of his depths in that rate. He's got no way. He's definitely going to be contending with it. So that's group one form for this race. So I think Midtown Boss was heavily supported that day and was only really pipped off by... A potential Group One star, so he's drawn out, hoping they can run on a little bit, and hopefully Stacky can get him in a somewhat of a good position. But I know JC is going to absolutely slaughter me for this. But number thirteen, Kin is getting my money uh-huh. once again. It's it's gone in. Last time I was looking at it, it was seven bucks, so it's coming to six already at the moment. Fifty four kgs. Uh, Have like one of the best final six hundred meter splits or two hundred meter splits of its last meeting of the meeting last start six. Like for Barry Six, Jamie Carl, like it gets him with 54 kilos, I think he can get definitely get into a good spot here and Jamie should be able to push the button at the right time and you never know. Like even $2.15 to place is definitely more what I'm leaning to, but if he can sneak in there for a win at $6, that's definitely going to get a little bit of my money.
2: Now I'll tell you, uh, you hear a lot of the time about a black book and ha- – put the horse down, and we we often put notes in. We say we don't do black books very often. There needs to be a blacklist as well. And if Kim doesn't get up this weekend, surely we have a little page or something on the lottery or maybe on the lottery live where uh, – the blacklist will be coming up, and there's going to be a little bit of a segue into what is happening for the lottery going forward. Yeah, so we actually do have a little bit of a new testing environment coming out on Saturday.
1: We're going to start this new little thing called Lottery Live, and we're going to—it's still going to be under the lottery brand and everything. But I'm a degenerate, and all I do every Saturday is sit down and watch races on my computer. <laughs> so why the fuck not stream it?
2: <laughs> why not join along with it?
1: Yeah, exactly right. If people want to sit down and watch their races and talk about their bets, and I'll talk through what I'm going to be betting on, I'm going to have like a. Live balance profit gonna have everything live on the screen and chat. What do we got in the next race, chat? Yeah, exactly chat, right. I'm desperate, boys. I need something. I need <laughs> yeah, something. Give a it to chat. me, chat. I'm down three hundred. <laughs> chat. We need something. New. But no, I think it's a little like it's kind of the new thing. Like we may as well branch it a little bit and see if it takes off. But this is just gonna be a pilot run for the weekend. uh don't know if we're gonna be do it. I think I I won't be able to do it the next couple of weeks anyway. So. This is going to be a little test run on the weekend. Might it's, have
2: special guests in yeah, the Yeah, you never
1: know who's going to come on. Maybe the CEO, if he makes it. <laughs> uh, it'll be kick.com forward slash lottery SC, I believe. I'm going to, I'll send the link out in the Instagram post, and every, an Instagram story and a post of probably, on probably Friday night and Saturday morning just in case. But, hey, if you're around not doing much on Saturday and you're not busy and you want to watch the races with us, come tune into the podcast and give me some absolute lip for the absolute porridge I'm about to spill. Love it. Uh, moving on to race three, which is the sports bet, Angus. Oh, sorry. No, I was here. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, I've got to back this up for a second sorry, because mate. you're probably going to fucking throw shade at me, but I'm tipping kin each way. <laughs> yes. Uh, we've done anyway. it. Sorry, blacklist. blacklist. Yeah, I put it on the blacklist and I was sitting here looking at this race and I was like, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. But like you said, it was at $7. So I was like, I could back it each way. Yeah. I couldn't put it straight on the snobs, but I'll be backing it each way on the weekend. I think I think it will set up nicely. Uh, none has been scratched, which takes a little bit of pace out of the race, but I think, um, yeah, I think Kin should be, hopefully they can run on the weekend, but I'll, uh, yeah, we'll find out. Six
1: we'll dollars get. is still like, it's still a good horse. Six dollars is a pretty.
2: Yeah, I think so. I it's think the place is yeah. on, I think. Tell you yeah. what, SC headquarters going to have to buy some white hat. I reckon this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> I love it.
1: Moving on to race three,
2: which is a sports bet. Angus
1: Armanasco stakes over 1400 meters. And this was going to be my best bet of the day. Number two, Autumn Angel. Uh, it was absolutely on white last prep. It still only managed to have two wins, but it did manage to beat Tropical Squall. It was a Group One winner in itself and was nearly favourite. I think it was favourite for the Oaks on start like on start of the day. Uh, didn't didn't end up finishing it, but Autumn Angel brained him over like over two thousand meters. And Moody purposely didn't send him to the Spring Carnival because he was holding him for this. He was holding him for the holding her for the Autumn Carnival, I should say. Uh, one maiden first up last prep over thirteen hundred meters and looks. Like, it's first up now over 1,400 metres. I think Moody set it for it. It's already, like, it's good fresh. Hasn't won over 1,400 metres. Hasn't run over 1,400 metres. But if it won 1,300 metres first up last prep, I think if they've aimed it for this prep, I think these put her in, put her in this race for the decision. And the form around it, like, that's absolute elite three-year-old group, like, three-year-old Philly Group 1 form, and nothing else in this race is anywhere near it. 330 is a very backable price for mine. It's uh, still going to carry a little bit of weight, but I think, it's been sending for a reason. I don't think they'd be sending in here first up over, over 1,400 meters if they weren't slightly confident. So I think Autumn Angel was probably the one to beat and is definitely my best bet at Caulfield on Saturday. Lovely. Nothing, oh, nothing, nothing else for, for, me, for the boys. No. Nothing else for the boys. Moving on. Race four is the sports bet Zedative Stakes uh, over 1,200 meters. And JCA's got one of this. So over
0: to you, my man. Yep. So I'm with Don Corleone here each way. Uh, when I was looking at it, it was 650 and 220 a place. Uh, first up, last prep at race three wide without cover over the 1,200 and finished about a length and a half off cylinder. So I thought that, that read pretty well here, especially for the barrier. He's got the got the much better barrier here in barrier one, I think it is. So you can mark Zarek and jump and sit just in behind the speed. Won a recent trial mixing it with King's Gambit and think about it. He was ridden out a bit more than, than the others, but I think with that form, I think he's more than classy enough to win this race. And at that price, I'm happy to find out.
2: I've got nothing in this race, but I reckon this has to be the race for Don Callie. Okay? Oh, we've so. seen it for a while. It's one of those you go, okay, added in every every time. I think we've mentioned it. That's a black, a, that's a black
0: booger. Yeah. Oh, do you remember when it ran against Arkansas the, Kid last in the in the spring when when I vaguely it, it, yeah. it come it come like second okay. or third he in nearly, the blue in last year's Blue Diamond. Yeah, didn't it? He, he nearly got up there and like he was pretty stiff as well. Yeah, Arkansas it's pretty stiff got to win the, the Blue
1: Diamond. Though.
0: To be the good cool, classy horse. I'm just hoping he can put it together. Like me, I had an early peak and uh, nothing
2: since then. I <laughs> think.
1: Uh favorite slot once again brave me this is a one hell of a fucking good horse and Blake Shin from barrier 11 if if anyone else was riding this horse from barrier 11 I wouldn't be backing him but Blake Shin is the one bloke who can get this thing over the line I've seen him do, do this on multiple horses he's drawn shit as barriers at Caulfield and they've had no right to win and the only reason they win the race is because of Blake Shin and this horse beast King Colorado last start who just come out last start and was just Pip, oh, I wasn't pipped in a line, but it was very competitive against Riff Rocket, and that's probably some of the best three-year-old format you can get in Victoria at the moment. Uh, $3, pretty backable for me. I'm, I, I, I reckon I always back this horse, and I've got no reason to jump off it now. The barrier is a little bit of a threat, but Blake Shin will have no issues from there, and he's definitely going to have my money once again. Uh, race five is the Stowe Storage Autumn Classic,
2: and me and JC don't have one of this, but I think it's just the just the man himself, the CEO, so over to you, mate. Yeah, I'll finish my porridge now. I'm into the races from here. It's been a while since I've tipped a winner, so let's start off well here today, and I'm going to be going uh, in the end here. Number nine, Sox Nation. Uh, Kira Ma, obviously, been in the news Quite a bit, not only in the last week, but it feels like the the whole year so mm. far to start things off. So John Allen on board there, five bucks, been right up there in the mix. Won two of its last three, and only just missed out on the Bob two back. I reckon it gets up this one here and reckon, gets to see off to a flyer. I
0: reckon Bronny tipped that. Yeah, he did them. because we were on yeah,
2: acid wash and it, yeah. it
1: knocked off and we were on acid wash and it absolutely rolled me. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely got some good form around yeah, you. Him, go. Pick absolutely. the people
2: that come on the yeah. pod and fill in. Yeah. Not yourselves, boys. <laughs> so there's a little tip out there for the yeah. faithful. Yeah, it's, it's a good race, but I, I struggled to It's a, tough, it's a it. tough race. Yeah, it is. I struggled to find
1: anything in it. So that's why that I didn't see anything in it. Uh, moving on to race six, which is the Carlton Draft. Petty Young stakes over 1,800 metres. And I've got a little bit of value here. It's actually coming a little bit too. So, number 10. Foxy Cleopatra each way, 750 a win, 210 a place. Same thing as before, Blake Shin knows his horse. He can absolutely get the best out of it. It's pretty stiff not to win last start against Yonce. He really got held up on the rail and never really got out till late. And we're still in Grand off Yonce late, but now up to 1,800 metres, I think 1,800 metres, fifth up actually, shit. Fifth up now is going to suit it to perfection. I am a bit wary of this Campionessa coming over from coming over from New Zealand. Yeah, It's already won a group one. It was only second to Legado last start, so that's pretty good fucking form going around at the moment. Gold Trip is also going around, but I'm kind of happy to lay him at 250 first up over 1,800 metres. That's a little bit of a wave for me. I think he come second in this first up last prep at sand and it was like flew home late like he was one of the best runs of the day there yeah. but i think 250 is a little bit too short for him first up so i'm pretty happy to steer away from that but i think the the value for foxy cleopatra who's going to be even better now over 1800 meter rock hard fit and blake shin sticks with is definitely a better better bet for me in my humble opinion
2: you know, you've given out the whole form guide for the Herald Sun tomorrow, and you've given Cambion the one that I've picked in through there, at three bucks. So, yes, that's the one I'll be picking, mate. Beautiful. Uh, well, yeah,
1: it was a tough decision, but I think, yeah, the value for Foxy just definitely got my money. Moving on to the first group one of the day, which is the Lamaros Hotel Futurity Stakes, line by Mr. Brightside.
2: I can't imagine anyone's taking him on. I am uh,
0: definitely not taking him on.
2: Are we looking at the bean stock? Are we? Oh. Did I trick the boys? No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. Two shot, we spoke about it last week. Had a great win three JC in the end to boost us up to $65.86. But watch this space. Boosters. Boost us. Boost us. <laughs>
0: five bucks.
2: I love it. Five bucks is five bucks. And uh, I say that off betting as well. Uh, we'll save that one for later on Then watch this space.
1: Are we going to do our group one things now or are we going to save them for the actual...
2: Maybe on
0: D we can go through now. Do you...
2: do you know yours, Jack? Or... No, I don't know. Yeah we'll, all right. we'll just, yeah, we'll leave it. The only thing I will be doing for this race, though, is a first four, and it's just a little bit of a value pick, considering yeah. that Brightside is so short. So I'm going to do a bit of an exacter for a first four, which is ridiculous to say. Uh, one, two, six, seven in that order. I will That's be going good. on game deck. beautiful.
1: Oh, well, I might as well say, I'm I was going to take. i going to take the exacter. I'm taking Brightside one out, and then I'm going to have it between Pericles and Attrition to come second.
0: Yeah, well, I'm just putting it. Thirty dollars a nose. I'm putting it straight on bright side for mine. Then it makes some money back. Yeah,
1: <laughs> CEO still carrying
0: the drought. Is. He
1: is. He is carrying. He's pretty. We we haven't had a fucking. I need one so. yet. No, yeah. so
0: I just need to hit something. So. Yep i will fucking lose now and I'll... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moving on
1: to race eight, which is a sports bet, Blue Diamond Stakes, the feature race of the entire day. And by God, it's probably one Mark of the best Daniel. Blue Diamond fields I've ever seen in my life.
2: That was another question that I had just before we do give our picks for a bit more suspense for everyone that can pull the car over and get their notes or put the bet on straight away for this. Would you say that Blue Diamond Day is bigger than the Bank Magic Millions, as in the whole day around yep. it? Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. 100%, especially because it's not restricted. It's not restricted to the you know Magic it. Millions. It's just the Magic and Millions.
2: The
1: day, like the day itself, you got three Group Ones here. Yeah. It's up, like you yeah. do have a lot of like listed and restricted races up there, but exactly right it's magic millions like yeah but even like the magic millions is isn't a group one it's it actually i think it, the winner gets more money than
2: this yeah it might be i high. think the purse is money, slightly a bit three um... million whereas this is a bit lower yeah, yeah
1: i think that but I, this is still a better race hands down like you definitely would rather be winning this than the magic millions but it's still no say to the magic millions still one of the best two-year-old races going around so biggest but day of the year so
2: far it,
0: it's it's a hundred percent it's yep.
1: victoria's biggest race day of the autumn carnival this but it's hands yep. down this is the biggest day you can get and this is the main race and it's definitely one of the best blue diamonds i can remember in past years from me being a degenerate but this is definitely one of them <laughs> and i could not now like i've started on about eight horses or more than that and i've made whee- ways my way down to three and i generally cannot split these three horses, I'm backing three horses, so bag me out if you want, but I generally don't give a fuck because I don't care. <laughs> the first bet I'm going to have is one that I've stuck with the whole time and Neza Definitely sticks down. It looks pretty foolish. I took an early bet at $11, and it's $11 right now. So that's right. Happy to wear that. Uh, but I, I still think she's set for it. I think she's one hell of a filly. Damien Lane sticks with and he was booked early for it, which means he like he's seen it in it. He definitely sees the potential in it. I think 1,200 meters will suit it to perfection. I'm happy to lay Coleman at that price. So I'm not with it. The next bet I'm going to have is number 13, Lady of Camelot. Between these two, like between Lady of Camelot and Coleman, I'm definitely more inclined to take Lady of Camelot because it's a waterhouse bot horse. Sydney form is the best form. And with the rails out four for blue, I understand why the rails out four for blue diamond day, but mm. the, that's a story for another day. So even if the rails out a little bit, leader buys is definitely something to take into for blue diamond day. And Lady of Camelot will just. Eat that up to the ground, Adam Heronimus, Adam Waterhouse, Bot, Leader, Sydney Form, Group One Form, absolutely yes, cannot go by it. Four eighty probably isn't a probably still a backable price to me, yeah. which is why I'm betting it. But the other one at a little bit of price too is number fifteen Matisse, who I think is definitely one who's going to see at the twelve hundred meters better than anyone else in this field. Barrier one is a slight concern. I don't know where yeah. it's really going if it gets boxed in. Like it's pretty much what happened. It's first up run behind Hayes Sugi over 1,000 metres, got held up, never got out, and still powered home late. Then same thing second up, got stuck behind Hayes again. It was eating up grand off from late, coming storming down the outside at the next 100 metres of that race, and, and Matisse wins that race. And Luke Curry and the framers do have a pretty good overall record in the Blue Diamond, so that's slightly got me a bit in tune as well. So three bets on me, can't split him, one hell of a race, and I'm definitely fucking more keen to watch this one finish up.
0: Yeah, oh. Like you said, there's a lot of horses that wouldn't surprise me to see him win. Obviously, I'm going to stick with my boy bodyguard, yeah. um, number one. Bit yeah. lame, bit lame this morning. Got to get reassessed tomorrow, so that's uh, well, we'll see how that plays out. But my second bet is going to be high octane. Yeah, uh, his last run was a fucking complete forgive run. Looked like he just had a jump out. Never got out. Never got a chance. Still about the hundred meters and started chewing it up. So I think Barry Ten won't get caught inside this time. Blake Shin. Snowden's with a two-year-old, fucking, can't go wrong. 8 fifty, two eighty at the moment, so it's a good each-way bet. I think, especially if Bodyguard gets taken out, I think High Octane will be the one for me, but like I said, wouldn't surprise if a few others won. Mm.
2: Yeah. little bit of a uh, giveaway here from me, but the best of the day at Caulfield, it won't be the Beanstalk, but I'm going with Lady of Camelot. Best of the day. Best of the day. Best of the day. I know wow, it's wow, a good value are. too. It is. Uh, is $4.80 $4. at this stage, but if you look at it, it starts strong. Barrier 4. If you can get around at Caulfield, we always talk about uh, yeah. The bias at the track gets in front early. I don't think anything's going to beat it there for the day, and that is why it is my best. That's a
1: pretty. Oh, I love it. No, well done, CEO. He's back. He's back. He's back. Until uh, race week. nine is a sports bet Oakley Pave the eleven hundred meters, one of the better handicap eleven hundred meter sprints that's going around at the moment. Uh, I do have a little Benny Two bets here. Same thing as before. Like I could, I could pick about half the field in this, but I've got to restrict myself. I'm gonna have back two horses in this. Number two, Asfora is dying for a Group One. I don't know how it still hasn't won a Group One. Caulfield stats, 11, Caulfield eleven hundred meter stats has only lost here once, and that was the last start behind Kalos. But was I think she just had to work a little bit earlier more than she was used to, and Kalos just had the gun run like she. Yeah. Kalos was had everything go right for him, and you're still getting $13 for Kalos, so I can't really talk you out of that. But Asfora has been aimed at this race. I think even since last year, she was aimed at it. Um, but didn't I don't know if she went around it? Uh, I don't think she did. But yeah, they've been, I mean th- this has been the target race. I'm banking that's from Barry 11. it's gonna have no issues at all. 550 for a horse has been targeted at this race is definitely getting my definitely getting my money. But number 15, King's Gambit, you cannot give this horse 50 kilos with Jamie Carlin the Snowden's in the saddle. And 450, you cannot give this thing 50, 50 kilos and it spreads it not to be a chance. One year over 1,100 metres. Actually, one it's one year over 1,000 metres in its first ever run and was backed into Goldsmith's favourite straight away after that run. And it's, kind of left, it's left a bit to be desired since then, but it's coming here fresh, 1,100 metres fresh, with Jamie Carr on the saddle from Barrier One. Not too sure what's going to get in the run, but I just like, no way. Jamie Carr, and I think this is one hell of a horse. And I'm pretty happy to take the 440 and find out how good it is.
0: Me too, mate. Me too. King's Game is going to be my best bet of the day. Woo! Oh, the boys are going Here we go. I reckon she's going to jump. She'll tuck him behind the speed. Won't, won't be up on the speed, but I think she can sit maybe one or two pairs back. And I think there'll be horses in front of her that'll be able to take her into the run. And yeah, the way the way this horse finishes off, if it gets out, it's got the turn of foot to fucking beat everyone. So I'm keen as the boys keen are going,
2: going best best mustered. in the group one. Keen as keen mustard, yeah. which you love. I'm going to do two bets in this race. Uh, one of them is legitimate. And the other one is for novelty. Please try and guess it oh, if you can. I love it. But uh, number four, I'm is. going on is Cigar is Reaper. Right? We're going with that. But to correct it, nine dollars fifty. It's won four of its last five, which winning form, as we know, is good form. Uh, the barrier is a little bit concerning for me, but at nine dollars fifty, I'm happy to have a punt on it. And of course, the number eleven—I <laughs> owe this about five grand. So, Len Pinker at eighty-one dollars—that's going in the quaddie. That's going in the quaddie. That's 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 going going uh, don't expect it to win for anyone out there, but for my—I probably I'll have to pay it its dues, and uh, I'll put it into the race. <laughs> Imagine, oh mate. Imagine, Imagine the, the scenes. scenes.
1: Re- moving on to the final race of the Caulfield card is the Cadena Jewelers Mannerism Stakes over fourteen hundred meters. And eternal flame. It was absolutely stiff last start behind uh Re- revolutionary. Missing carbon. I think it's going to get a better. It's going to get a better run here. Barrier eight should be peeling out and coming home like a fucking freight train late. And I think she's definitely one of the ones with the most upside in the race. Like I, same thing as a lot of the other races. I could back about three or four of them, but I'm sticking with eternal flame. I reckon it's got a lot to prove. And given it was, I'm forgiving its last one and pretty much meeting a very similar field here again, but. Was held up and still hit the line pretty well, so I think with even luck here from that barrier, she'll be pretty too hard to beat.
0: Yep, Um dido eternal flame for me. I think last run was very stiff. will finish off well, I think, especially having um revolutionary outside of it now, like can can sort of dictate to where it gets to in the run. Um, and yeah, I think I think. Central flame should be raining over top of them.
2: Tell you what, it's a very tough field to pick. We know it's obviously a great day, but a lot of these races you go there, like you said, there could be four or five that you pick. And I'll take Revolutionary Miss at the top and at four bucks. I think it'll signal home the day for the CEO. Philly's boots. So the Beanstalk is at Sydney. The Beanstalk is it? Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it
1: is. All right. Well, that's it for our Caulfield wrap. We're going to head to a little quick break now and we'll come back with our Sydney tips. Is it? Hobartville Stakes Day, down at Rose, up, up at Rose Hill, I should get that right for once. For uh, where it, we are, yeah. Yeah, it does. And it it's, it's it's what yeah, definitely a pretty good meeting. Uh, I definitely, I've had a look early. I know we definitely don't have anything in the first two races, but the CEO, I haven't heard from him. nothing. i got
2: one in the second, and it's just through, his horse fucking owes me. yeah oh, here we go. <laughs> From last time. Yeah. Out. Yeah, Balvinia boys. It owes me. Yeah, it and- was held up fucking last time. Yeah, it did. And that's why I'm going at it again. Four bucks is a favorite too. I've got to take it. And again, it could be a blacklisted horse after this meeting. But you don't see me again for a while. I'll let you two continue.
1: Race three, you're the Queen so Bee. said no conferences. <laughs> like <Yeah>, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just I again, it moving
2: on, on to the next one.
1: Race three is the Queen Bee, Project Sprint Benchmark 78. Over eleven hundred meters, and I'm with uh, the favourite here once again, Dipsy Doodle, Jay Mac, and James coming combination. <laughs> Second up, I didn't mind his first up run; like it was kind of a bit out of its way in a benchmark eighty-eight. Like drops from a benchmark eighty-eight back to a seventy-eight, and nothing else is really backing him from that much from that high of a grade. Our Kobe son come out, and I'm pretty sure I break a track record that day uh, in that race, and so he was definitely one to follow out of it. Uh, six to eleven hundred meters now; she'll get a good, she'll good get a good run from barrier ten and. I don't know. I think the rails and the true at Rose Hill, so I definitely think it's going to be playing pretty fair. It's a bit wet at the moment, but it's going to be drying out. Uh, so hopefully it's playing fair. And if J-Mac can get this thing out like three or four wide and come, come storming down the outside, $4.20 is a pretty good price for it. So I'm going to be with the favorite in the race three.
0: bit of a roughie for me here. I thought uh, Brandy's boy, number one, uh, had a good win first up. Uh, Sticks is the same sort of class, and there's a bit of speed in this race. So I thought from barrier seven could jump and might even sit three wide with cover. Um, and if you can do what it did last start, it will be running over the top of him. May yeah. have heard Brandy's boys
2: already getting ready for the Bucks party. Yeah, <laughs> it is Brandy's boys. That's uh, we <laughs> do love that, and we'll move on from
1: that. Race four is the Tab Silver Slipper Stakes over eleven hundred meters. And when I was on it, it actually wasn't the favorite, but it's been backed in the favorite now. And that straight charge it should be it, it demolished him first up over over eleven hundred meters now. Six to eleven hundred meters, whereas espionage won first up over a thousand, but straight charge was in behind it and was stealing grand off at late it definitely needs it like I think espionage hasn't been true hasn't been proved over eleven hundred whereas straight charge has already won over eleven hundred meters it's fit it's got timmy Clark in the saddle waterhouse and bot should be up there leading and I think at two forty five still definitely a backable price and Second up now, it's race fit, whereas Espionage hasn't had a race in a while. So back in the fit horse and back in the horse, it's been over 1,100 metres before and won. So straight charge has, has my
0: moolah. Yeah, nothing for me. I couldn't split the two of them, Espionage and straight charge. I thought Espionage, was uh, one. his one win was off a wide run. So with the Barry 3, he thought he could get a better run. So, yeah, I couldn't split them.
1: CEO? Nothing for me. Moving on, race five the Parramatta Cup, over 1,900 metres. And JC is the only one with a bet in here, so over to you, mate.
0: Yeah, I'm with Stenzinelli It is jewel-nominated in Caulfield as yeah. well, I'm pretty sure. But I think uh, I think if they bring it to Sydney, it'll be a red-hot chance. Hopefully, they'll take it there, hoping for some stinging out of the ground because it has been wet up there. It'll probably dry out before Saturday. I think it should. But, um, yeah, it looks well-placed to get a good economical run, so hopefully peel out the straight and get over them. Jewel
2: except has been uh, having a few wins recently from the ones that I've seen, so maybe that is a good omen you, aren't you? A little bit of form to follow into it.
1: Moving on, to race... C- oh, nothing for you, bro. Nothing in that race. No. There we go. He's ready for it. Race six is the Yarraman Park Benchmark 100, and Mark Quest is absolutely stealing my money once again. Up in grade now, to actually open grade Benchmark 100. Yeah, whatever. But it was only like it was only behind like a more victorious who has come out and has grown different fucking legs this prep. Mm. I think it's definitely the form to follow here. Second up, uh, 1400 meters after it's dropping back a bit, which. I didn't actually notice it just now, but whatever. I don't even care. <laughs> but I'm still back backing it. I, I still think it's the, the, the forms the best. In, like it's definitely the best form in the race. Form to follow. Second up stats. Fourteen hundred meter stats are too good. And Zach Lloyd sticks with with really no weight in the race. So no weight and fit horse has got my money.
2: You have entered Power Drive. Here we go, boys. The beanstalk <laughs> is in this race, and I am following that. In suit, my quest. Shit, I am taking it oh, at good value boy. of eleven. 13
1: horses in the race.
2: <laughs> oh, boys, it's all about the faith of the Beanstalk and the way that it gets done. Last week, we played it safe, which we like. You know, we're off to a little bit of a fly here. Now it's time to build the bank, boys. $65.86. $1.70, we've got it currently with this bookmaker that does not sponsor us. Please shout us out there at the lottery. <laughs> Email me at jackbrobse at gmail.com if you want to get on board because the Beanstalk this week will return us $111.96. So on. And it is on. The He's got it's the up.
1: balls. He, it's, yep. there, there
0: we go. Brave this. man. Well done. Well done. Last, last time we went to a big field, the map did not get up. <laughs> no,
1: we did not. <laughs> Do you it's, see, it's actually going around. It's like a $2.10 favorite at a race in Adelaide on the weekend. Is it? Yeah. Is that dickhead like, still riding it? <laughs> Speaking of blacklist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. First thing of the Quaddy, the race seven. Kia Millie Fox takes with 1,300 meters here. Uh, I'm not with... like. I, the only thing I'm not with Lady Gunnar is because J-Max jumped off it. A bit of a yeah. weary mark for me. But I think the value for number eight Vienna Princess has got my money. 8.50 a winner, 2.40 a place. Golden Eagle form, last prep, and it's definitely definitely a Rose Hill horse and definitely a 1,300-meter horse. Kieran uh, McAvoy sticks with, and it's definitely probably got some of the best form in the race. I think it'll be. I think it's ready to go first up over 1,300 meters here. And at that price, I'm pretty happy to back it just every, – everything else, everything else in the race just – is first up second up light. not really too sure but i think this is a pretty good form horse and pretty good value so i'm going to be with uh, vienna princess at a little bit of odds in race seven
0: i'm going to be with uh number one zoo gotcha here yeah. uh, i think it's a classy and i know i know lady laguna is airborne at the moment but yeah zoo gotcha's had a nice couple of trials and he's got a good first first up record and like you said it's got a nice barrier and JMac has jumped on. So I think that's a big tick. I think you'll just, yeah, stalk the speed. I hope there's no stupid speed set and you should be able to peel out and get over the top of them.
2: Well, no no bet for me in this race, but Vienna Princess was one that I was definitely looking at and how good I used stuffed me over. So I've <laughs> left that one out and on to the next race. Next question.
1: Race A, Precise Air Hobartville Ville Stakes was the feature race of the day. Over 1,400 metres with a three-year-old and Tom Kitten has my money. Once again, favourite slot, Melbourne. Ooh. Not give it up. Oh, Melbourne. I love this horse. <laughs> <laughs> Nashville realistic sticks with uh, second up now after up 1,400 metres. I oh, didn't really actually mind the, the run first up like it's not really noted as a fresh up horse, but it coming out of the Caballus race. And that's definitely some good form to follow up now. Nash always rides this horse. I think it's ready to go now. Second up has had a win on the heavy, which I don't think is really going to be heavy on the day, but I think it hasn't won on the soft or place in it, but I'm pretty wary to forgive that. I think it's come back a bit bigger and better horse and second over, over 1400 meters here has got my money. And I think it's definitely on its way to, to the uh, ATC Derby coming up soon. So I think it's, I think, I'm just gonna be back in every prep this every run this prep and I think three dollars twenty is gonna get my money once again.
2: Now, I'm gonna be steering towards uh Celestial Legend. It should be called Sexual Legend because this at eight dollars at the moment. Probably take it each way in it, but it loves a second up and uh Kira McAvoy on board, I reckon uh, gonna get another W for the CEO. Oh
1: baby. Race nine, Shandon, benchmark ninety five at eleven hundred meters, and I have no bet because I think JC will tell you tell us why, but good luck.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm sticking with Derry Grove here each way. Six Derry, I looked at it. Yeah, I was fucking stiff last night. Oh, like yeah. I was, I was with a couple of mates and we were sitting there watching it and he's like, oh, it's fucking home, sure enough. I reckon you were big on Derry Grove.
1: Yeah, we, that was one of the things. I knew he fucking had six from six. That yeah. was, I got knew he had that. It was like that comes second by point 0.1 of a length and the other one comes by point 0.1 of a length. Yeah,
0: so, so yeah. I don't carry grudges. <laughs> nothing nothing wrong with it's last start Beaten by a whisker and looks to get another good run in transit. So can run on a wet or a dry track too, so it doesn't really matter what happens there, so I'm happy to, happy to stick each way.
1: You see, all, all four and five of those horses that are in that photo finish are in this exact same race again, and that's why I couldn't tip in because I am so I generally don't know which is going to rock up. So no bet for me, nothing, CEO, anything? I'll be taken frilled but with
2: no confidence, yeah. I think, in yeah. the race. Yeah.
1: Lovely. Last race of the day for us, which is the Race 10 Kia Aura Start Benchmark 78. I'm going to kick it off, and I'm going to go with the favourite once again. Gently rolled, did absolutely nothing wrong last start. Off some massive sexuals once again. Zach Lloyd sticks with sticks to the benchmark 78 once again and really doesn't have to carry any more weights. It's only going to carry 0.5 or more kilos. And I still reckon if he can run those kind of splits and you continue on with it, I think he's going to be pretty hard to beat in this race. So he's going to have my money once again.
0: I'm going to go with High Blue Sea here, number three. Uh, Brett Preble on board. I think first up win was fucking good, very impressive. Second up was a bit of a forgive run, got caught up, and the race just sort of. Unfolded before he could get out and get a run, so I think yeah he'll he'll sit back probably midfieldish and then yeah peel out and hopefully get over the top of him. Nothing for me in the last.
1: Beautiful. Thanks everyone for joining us once again. Hope you're all back a few winners. Hope the the boys' marriages still go
2: once ahead. <laughs> and <laughs> once I hope again. a few people join into the lottery live. Yeah,
1: Kick dot com lottery S C. Come watch me be a degenerate and fucking lose all my money and point a laugh at me. But that's what I, that's what my missus does every Saturday anyway. So <laughs> He's may as well have will do more. that thing where he blows out the kisses and for the awards <laughs> that come out as well throughout the day. So I'm on to throw in a few. It'll all be on. Thanks everyone for joining us and we'll catch you all next week. See you boss. (音楽) Thank you.